0: Like they're going to be practice sessions where you're working on like um, technique, technique, fills, for example. With with piano, it might be practicing scales instead of just playing like a song every session. Right. Uh, Right. When it comes to production, we kind of don't think about that. It's like, oh yeah, just make music, make music, make music.
1: This
0: episode is brought to you by EDM Foundations. EDM Foundations is my course for new producers, those who've been producing for under 12 months or even those who've just started. The whole idea of the EDM Foundations course is that you learn the fundamentals of music production by actually doing and not just learning the theoretical stuff. The course consists of over 12 hours worth of streamable video where I walk you through the creation of three songs and give you advice and tips for working on your own original alongside them. We've had over 500 people sign up for this course. Many of them have had great results. If you want to learn more about the course, head over to edmfoundations.com. What's up producers, it's Sam Matler. This is the EDM Podcast, a one-half talk show with my friend Levi Whalen, where we talk about everything from presets to uh, arrangement. And today, focus and time management and productivity which is a, a big topic and of course the EDM podcast is also one half interviews with accomplished artists industry people and so forth uh, the song playing behind me is actually Levi's latest release it's called Cerulean and I'll leave a link to that in the show notes you can go support him if you want to uh, amazing track Anyway, as I mentioned, in this episode, we're talking about uh, a couple of things, namely why consistency as a producer really matters. Uh, so what do I mean by consistency? I mean just putting in, say, half an hour a day compared to one long session every now and then. Uh, so this is good for people who don't have much time, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why you know putting in the time actually matters, we're going to talk about deliberate practice so you know what what can you do to become a better producer apart from just making the new song every time you sit down and we're also going to talk a little bit about optimizing your production sessions which is which has been a, uh, a highly requested topic so I do hope you get value out of this episode I'm sure you will in other news, uh, Amsterdam dance event is next week, I'm going to be covering the event on the blog, probably do like a, a big roundup post or something like that, haven't quite worked it out yet uh, but if you're going to be there, if you're going to be in Amsterdam for the event or you just you live there in general and you're not going, uh, let's catch up, let's chat about music production, that would be awesome. Hit me up at EDMProd on Twitter or flick me an email sam at edmprod.com. Now, as you may have noticed in the past episode or two, Levi and I have been reading out reviews on iTunes. So if you want to get your review read out, you have to leave one. Go to com slash iTunes and leave a rating and review there. And we'll probably read it out on the next show, uh, unless you're based in a, in a country that isn't the US, Australia, the UK, or New Zealand, because it's hard to keep track of all these reviews. They all come in from different places. Unfortunately, iTunes only shows in by country uh, but if you manage to work out a way to somehow leave a review on the US store then we'll probably read it out. Anyway without further ado this is episode 12. hope you enjoy it. How's it going man? It's going really
1: good dude. I uh, Today is my first day of full-time self-employment so I am here in the middle of the day (laughs) which is (laughs) crazy uh but it's gonna be a really awesome season ahead of me here
0: for sure man that's uh that's really cool
1: yeah i i'm i'm ready for it it's about it's about dang time (laughs) so
0: so we're just doing it we're doing it yeah man how are you Uh, how you doing uh you know i'm i'm good uh i i did get about one hour of sleep last night so uh, okay. if i right. start yeah if i start rambling incoherently just just stop me sure uh okay. but yeah other than that i'm good i'm good <laughs> good uh okay did we have itunes reviews read up
1: uh yes um let me let me get those up i i that's that was not my thought <laughs> the first uh the first thing here but so that good. won't take too very long. So if there's anything you want to
0: say, between- yeah, I, I might mention the, uh, my minor screw up the other day. So Levi and I had a chat about ghost production and, <laughs> and a few other things. And it was, a, it was a decent discussion. And then, yeah, that's um, good.
1: That's good.
0: You don't need to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I decided to clean up my laptop, uh, so I was deleting all these old audio files from the published podcasts, fully deleting them, not just chucking them in the trash bin. And uh, I accidentally uh, deleted the audio for what was supposed to be episode like 11. Or ep- episode I don't know, episode something. Um, yeah. So that episode will never see the light of day. <laughs> yep yep which is unfortunate but hey these things happen
1: it's true yeah and i mean you know it's hard to blame you it's just one of those things but yeah, i think this yeah, yeah. one of those one of those things that people can think about with this is it's good to back things up even if <laughs> even if it's very recent you know like yes. have have a have a redundant drive that is just for everything that you're doing Yeah. Um, It's consistently, you know. I know Apple makes it super easy to back stuff up like it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's not a lot of reasons why it should happen, you know, but it does happen. But there there is a technology now so that we we can prevent that. So I don't know, just something for people to realize that that these things happen and and uh sometimes it's like I mean at least it wasn't something that you have, we're on the line for with the client or something, you know? So exactly. Yeah. That's, that's
0: a good, a good, uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad it wasn't, um, wasn't an interview. Cause I mean, yeah, you could exactly. handle it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah.
1: All right. So I have a couple. Sweet. Um, so the, this one, the, uh, title of the review is 10 out of 10 baby goats. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, They say, thank you for everything. You're definitely making me a better producer. You cover everything, reinforcing what I know, while also bringing in loads of new ideas, perspectives, and elements. Please keep doing what you're doing. So thank you so much uh, for that review. Uh, Another one, uh, yeah, another one says, wonderful show, small request. Uh, So this one says, just wanted to let you know, that the show is great. I have perfected my goat skinning technique and I have you guys to thank. There, seriously though, I would love to hear you cover the subject of base of sub-base monitoring for the purposes of mixing and mastering tracks. This is a ship that sails on turbulent water for many bedroom producers and I would love to hear your thoughts on the subject. Keep up the excellent work. That's from Jason. So thanks Jason. Do you want to cover that in another episode or is that something you want to look at right well, now? Sorry, I can just sorry, talk about it cover what uh some sub, sub base monitoring uh,
0: that could be worth covering i think it would be good to get uh yeah maybe nikon for that as sure. well okay
1: yeah so given his uh, knowledge look look out for that soon we'll be uh coming back around to that one yeah in the future so thanks guys for the reviews we're really happy to see this coming in loving all the five stars and all the goat comments seems like we have a really <laughs> great inside joke running here and i i really love that a lot yeah, so. yeah it's good. <laughs>
0: Um so so for this episode, episode twelve, I wanted to talk about something that you know, I've talked about I mean I've written about before a fair bit on the blog and obviously in the uh the Producer's Guide to Workflow and Creativity. But it would be cool to have a discussion about it and it's a couple of things, but the first thing I want to talk about is is finding time. Um I get a lot of people telling me that they, they don't have time to make music or they find it hard to find time to make music. Uh, and if, if, there are any workarounds for that, if, there are any, if there's any way to um, free up time or, you know, optimize production sessions to get more out of them. And uh, so I want to talk about that finding time, uh, consistency and intensity, stuff like that. And also focus how to make the most of your time because, sometimes I mean there's there's very little you can do to free up time depending on what your schedule is like you might only have you know one hour per day max Uh, so you want to be able to maximize that so I think we get right into it uh consistency versus intensity is something that immediately comes to mind uh and this is interesting like I've always, I've always leaned towards this idea of um, doing smaller amounts of work consistently compared to, you know, blasting it up every now and then sporadically. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there are there are cons to that, and there are pros to working intense sessions where you're working for multiple hours at a time. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts to start with. I mean, what what do you think about working, say, consistently, like half an hour to an hour per day um, compared to a three-hour session once a week?
1: I mean, personally, I think that there, there's a third option. Okay. And um, I really want to challenge people and kind of call BS on the fact that people don't have time because- People say I don't have time, but then they go and they binge watch Netflix for exactly, like three hours. Yeah. So um I would say you're wrong and you're thinking that you don't have time. You need to rethink the way that you're approaching your schedule in general. Um I know that might sound a little harsh, but I think for the majority of people, they are just too lazy to cut it, to really be disciplined enough to set aside time on a daily basis. Mm. Um I know like for me growing up like in high school my parents didn't really well my dad at least uh didn't have very good boundaries for me and so i would get off the bus and go and work for like four hours and i probably wouldn't get my homework done i was pretty mm-hmm. bad in school because of my music <laughs> um, Same here. yeah so i mean like i made time for it and at the you know at the sacrifice of other things um maybe not the best in that time for my life, but whatever. Um, and I think that people need to reorganize their time a little bit so that they can make time for it. So, um, but on the basis of like, would you rather have a shorter session consistently versus one long session every like say a week? Um, I would really like to have people doing, consistently because we don't like I've been learning a lot about consistency lately, just in general in my life Mm. and making small gains on a daily basis is huge because like our brains don't really process information over time periods. Mm -hmm. Like we can't really understand, like we can't really conceptualize it. And so if you just make small changes over a period of time, but in a consistent way, you will look back after months and be like whoa i just came so far and i didn't even realize it, it yeah, it's yeah. it's really weird like we're not wired to understand growth over time it just doesn't it's not something that comes naturally to us that's not appealing either yeah we want that that we want that instant gratification yeah yeah um so that's definitely one thing that i would say is like if you can only do a half an hour, even though I don't feel like that's enough time to really get in flow, no. because that's really ne- necessary for me, I think, like to take distractions away and get really in the zone. And that almost takes half an hour just to get there, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I would vouch for as much time per day as you can. And if you can't do it daily, every other day, but more than once a week, I went through a period where I was only producing once in a while and over time the self like the self doubt that I would start to feel would increase over time because I would I wouldn't be gaining as much as I wanted to and so like it would be I would be producing less and less and less and it Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. over time just built up this case in my mind that I suck and that I'm I'm not this isn't really gonna work out versus grinding every day and like saying yes to new opportunities and mm. doing remixes and just like putting out as much material as you possibly can. Maybe if you don't release it per se, but just like, cr- you know, constantly creating and f- trying to finish tracks. <laughs> That's, I think a big thing too. um, consistently working on one idea at a time, not trying yeah. to jump around. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, go go ahead. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, I, I want to go back a bit because you mentioned, um, that you think most people don't have enough time. I, yeah. I, I know that most people do have they, the time, they, but yeah, they're not making it They just make well. excuses. Yeah, I agree with that for the most part. However, I have had a a fair few emails from people that are in particular situations, like they have a family, uh, kids, yeah. full time job, like yeah, that like to me that comes first, obviously it comes before music uh and it's very hard i can i imagine it's very hard to restructure your time in that kind of uh, position so yeah while i agree with you I, I think some people are limited to a a very small amount of time to make music yeah which is where this consistency comes in and uh i like what you said about it i want to expand on it a little bit um uh, one thing that comes to mind actually is, I think Mike Monday might have talked about it a while back, and I don't exactly know what the premise is, but it, I just remember reading like a, a heading or, or headline or something like that, and it was about uh, minimum viable production. So, mm. kind of a stealing from the tech world, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know, just doing something, the minimum every day or like maybe that's not what it is that's what i've taken from it uh so that's a good way that's a good way to look at it. yeah 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 so like even if it's just i mean the august Loop challenge was a good example of this 20 minutes a day i'm i think there i don't think there's anyone who can't do that 20 minutes like you can optimize something to free up 20 minutes (laughs) you know just sleep a little bit less um so like just even doing that every day will have a massive benefit um one thing that i've been doing recently just actually just started is uh like remaking a a song like just just the main part like just an eight-bar loop every Mm. day
1: normally doesn't doesn't
0: take more than 20 to 30 minutes depending on the complexity Yeah. yeah but that's a way to uh keep things ticking over keep learning without putting in an immense amount of effort and getting stressed out. So one of the big benefits to consistency is that it's easy to manage, uh, especially if you start off small and increase as time goes on. I think um, if you're not used to to making music every day, trying to just kick things off, producing like two hours per day is going to be hard. Uh, Mm -hmm. Even one hour for that matter sometimes it can be a better idea to just start off small 20 minutes and then increase it as time goes on. The, the second thing that I think is beneficial about working consistently is that it's good for avoiding creative block. Uh, There have been many times where I haven't produced for a number of days and I come back to a project or I start a new one and I'm just, You know I just feel stuck or I feel unmotivated to work on anything and it's because I haven't had that project or any ideas at the back of my mind. I think when you're working on something especially one project like you mentioned uh, day in and day out you kind of you build up like this this momentum of sorts and you know that tomorrow when you open up you know the project file. Uh, you know exactly what you need to do yeah and you can just carry on what you did yesterday and uh like you mentioned constantly making progress is probably the biggest uh benefit of them all and that you know that whatever you do like even if you have a bad session you are constantly progressing it's very hard to feel like you're getting better if you only produce like a couple of hours every week or something oh like in, in one in one sitting uh That's what I find anyway. Yeah, I think
1: it's good. I I also think there's something um, in what you said about just in 20 minutes, Mm. like to get people used to it, because I think people will find that if they can just make time for the 20 minute session uh, and they start to realize how much they really value that time, they will then start to alter their schedule to make it fit in a larger time Mm, uh, slot. mm. So, you know, it's like, Hey, if you don't think that you can do it at all, just do 20 minutes. And then eventually you'll start to figure out ways to work around everything else to make it happen. So mm. I guess it's a way to not get like overwhelmed by the fact that I'm saying you should <laughs> suck it up and figure yeah. it out. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, I think really what it boils down to is you make time for what you care about for sure. And if your family is what you care about, that's what you'll make time for. If you Netflix is what you care about. You'll make time for that, mm. you know? And f- if being on Facebook is the most valuable thing in your life, then you will make time for that. Um, and
0: you might not have any real friends, but you <laughs> are, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. I think also like there, there are going to be some people listening to this who struggle to produce the 20 minutes because mm. like, here's the thing. I know there's this crowd of people that say, uh music production isn't challenging it should just be fun Mm -hmm. yeah it should be fun but like any type of creative work is challenging yeah whether that's oh like writing a blog post Uh, (laughs) and And it should challenge you you know like just because it's
1: it's fun doesn't mean it's not hard doesn't mean that you don't have to
0: really work at it exactly like relationship (laughs) (laughs) for sure man but i mean yeah so so i mean there will be some people that struggle with 20 minutes and my advice is do five minutes here's the thing you don't need to stop at five minutes often like one of the best pieces of advice i've ever read about uh, productivity is just sit down and start i think it was applied to writing but just spend five minutes on it and you will almost always end up going longer. Um, yeah. So, like, yep. set a set a stopwatch or something and don't stop before five minutes, but if it goes past, I like, just keep going. And there's also a... I read it a while back, not by a famous author or anything. I I don't think this book is very well-known at all, uh, but it was called One Minute Habits. Hmm. And it was all about, like, this guy was oh, saying... Oh, well, what you can do. Yeah, I've yeah, heard of that. Yeah, he's just, like, you... Like, the best way to set habits is to just do them for a minute because that's mm-hmm. so easy. And then you can over – what's the word he used? I can't remember. I like can overdo it if you want. So, yeah. you know, if yeah. you struggle with exercise, just spend one minute running. Yeah, You're, you're likely to go over that. You're going to be like, <laughs> that, oh, I can run for longer than this. So, you keep going. But it's just about that initial commitment. So, that's one thing I'd say, especially if you're the type of person who – You know, you get home from work, have something to eat, 6 p.m., you're sitting on the couch and you're like, oh, you know, I I feel like I should make music, but Mr. Robot is on or like something like that. And uh, (laughs) I don't know. This This is a tough one. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one thing I thought I'd add to that um but you know there there are cons uh to this and i actually put yep. one down here which yeah might kind of contradict what i said earlier but you know the first one is hard to get in flow um which you mentioned it is i find like it takes about half an hour to get in flow but mm. i do believe you can speed this up oh totally um yeah especially if you're producing consistently yeah uh and the second is it can feel like you're not making a lot of progress sometimes I know i said that it uh doesn't feel like you're making a lot of progress when you're producing non-consistently but Mm. if you're producing a very small amount per day uh it's like you said before it's we're not wired to really enjoy that um you know i think i
1: think it's i think it's at first it doesn't feel like it's a lot of progress Mm. and that's where we get caught is For you're sure. like okay i'm gonna do this oh well that wasn't very much yeah so yeah. now i feel bad about it like i i've been i've been going to the gym a lot more consistently lately mm. and at first i was like no i was actually i saw some improvements like right away mm-hmm. but then i started to plateau a little bit i'm like uh
0: yeah and then yeah.
1: like like a couple of weeks went by but i was still going and then I like took my shirt off. I was like, holy, like, exactly. Wow, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Like, I did not even know that that was happening until, like, you look up and, and suddenly you're in a whole nother place, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's really crazy how, like, we don't really notice things until there's a larger, large enough
0: change yeah. to where it's like noticeable. Yeah. I think that's a good analogy uh, yeah. with the gym. Cause obviously, sure. like, a, a lot of people, um, especially when the new year comes around, and like oh, yeah, go right to the gym, and yeah. then like a week later, they're disappointed that nothing's changed, and it's like, right. come on, like yeah, this- back to eating crappy food. Again. <laughs> but that was that was me. I mean, I was
1: in that frame of mind, mm-hmm. and and I think in a lot of areas, and so like, all right, I'm gonna go to the gym, like really hardcore, and then a week goes by, and I'm like, uh, I don't really feel like going, mm-hmm. but. It's like, now I'm like, okay, let's get consistent. Let's do this. You know, let's produce every day. Like on my new schedule, I'm producing four hours a day daily.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so,
1: you know, it's like, I know that that is going to be a big part of, you know, my, my daily life. And I know not everyone can, can have that time. So, you know, it's just, I I think it's really important to be consistent. I'm learning
0: that a lot lately. So I, wanted, good, I good want to stuff. take this uh a little bit further mm. and I posted an article in the EDM EDMPro group the other day. Um it's an article by James Clare. His mm. blog is fantastic. I yeah. everyone check yeah. it out. But uh yeah. it was about deliberate practice and about creativity being a skill. Yeah. Uh James English commented on it asking me if I had any kind of deliberate practice routine and uh he called me up because I don't. <laughs> so it made <laughs> nice. me think, you That's know, good. like yeah, yeah. Like it's there's there's nothing wrong with just making music, um, right. and it's obviously important to do. But sometimes I think it can help to consciously and deliberately practice certain skills. Uh, so and you, this is this is where consistency helps so much. So let's say uh, you. You struggle with creating melodies then you should make that for at least like a month uh make that the core of your session or your production sessions even if it means not releasing some stuff for a while um you know just just instead of trying to work on a song every day maybe make a melody every day one per day or even more if you have the time uh and I guarantee, if you do that for a month, like you are gonna, you're gonna significantly improve. Uh, and you can do this with all types of production skills, sound design, mixing, even. Uh, if you, you know, you could download like uh, stems and mix them yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's just plenty of ways you can do it, and it's a good way to bring up skills. Like, here's the thing: I don't think it's a good idea to try to develop every single weakness you have. Uh, mm-hmm. as a producer yeah, totally. like yeah, i know yeah. i know myself that uh i'm never going to be as good a mix engineer as you know x who's been doing it mm-hmm. for 20 years or i'm never right. going to be able to uh, sound design or program drums like Coran sound right you know mm-hmm. uh yeah. so there's there's nothing wrong with like leaving some things as they are because yeah. you don't necessarily need to be a great sound designer to make good music, but, but like things like composing melodies you want to be able to do generally. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I thought, thought I mentioned that it kind of crossed my mind the other day.
1: Yeah, that's good. I, I actually, um, I I've been trying to work on developing ideas faster, mm. like, and not having to take so long to get in flow. Mm-hmm. And, um, so what I did was, just sat down at my keyboard and, um, I have main stage for, uh, I play, I played keyboard at my church sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I have main stage and I just kind of was going through the different patches and just like playing what sounded like it would be fun for that sound, you know? Mm. And so I would just record it. And so now I have like a handful of new, just like little tiny sketches that aren't produced at all. It's just, you know, one sound. Yeah. But, it's something that I can go back to um you know in the future, and maybe pull out and sample or whatever you know do and
0: do something with, yeah, yeah, for sure uh one i I just got reminded of one thing, but when you're play when you play an instrument like any instrument, I remember playing drums, like when you practice, it's not like you just play you're just playing songs like they're yeah. going to be practice sessions where you're working on like um, technique, technique yeah, fills, for yeah. example, with, with right. piano, it might be practicing scales instead of just yeah. playing like a song, every session. Oh, right. Uh, right. When it comes to production, we kind of don't think about that. It's like, Oh yeah, just make music, make music, make yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the most important thing you should be doing, but like it can be worth developing these other skills as well because uh, let's assume that it takes an average of five hours to finish a track um, mm-hmm. for someone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and for each track you make one melody. If you if you struggle to make melodies and you're you produce like five hours per week, you're only going to be making one melody a week, and you're going to be mm-hmm. progressing in that mm-hmm. area slowly. Wow, yeah, so if you decided to say, "You know what, I'm not gonna finish any music this month uh mm. and i this is where I'm gonna make a big assumption, but if you really struggle with melodies you're probably not gonna lose out that much on not releasing music if mm, that makes right. sense, yeah, uh, so, yeah, it's like why not just dedicate some time just to this area and then come back to it, try make some music and see what?" What part is lacking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's good. I think I think it's important for people to know like their weaknesses, mm. and and I agree that there's not always a necess- necessity to uh, build up everything, but there are those key important things, you know, like melody and chord progressions and drum programming you know i mean like that's pretty much the basics of of dance music yeah um, yeah yeah and so you know like if if you can really get good and fast at making a good hook and like laying down a basic but really s- solid drum track you can go really far with just those two things mm. and and um better use better use the time that you do have. You know, I think that's what, that's what I want to come around to is like the whole point of that is so that you can, if you don't have time, get quicker results
0: with the time that you have. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, One. So I think that's consistency pretty much covered. I mean, it's good. it's, It's straightforward, but yeah, if you, if your time is limited, just focus on consistency. You should, you should aim to get some longer sessions in uh, every now and then because there are certain benefits like getting in flow that can't really be accessed uh, through shorter consistent sessions. Uh, One, one thing that's helped me a lot is like, I, I kind of have this rule where I, I produce at least one hour per day. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the moment, like, I've got a lot of work to do. So, it's like, it's, it's hard to, to do more than that. I'm sure I yeah. could do more. Sure. But a man's got to eat. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> So, I used to produce in the evening. Like, you know, I might stop working at seven and then, or eight, and then, you know, produce for an hour. Mm-hmm. But I found that to be really difficult because- I would just be tired, like mentally tired. Right. So nowadays, I I like to produce in the morning, and this is kind of a like oh wait, you're an electronic music producer who produces in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Like what what's up
0: with that? Like no, no one does that. Uh yeah. But I find it works really well. You have more willpower. Uh, when it's like one of the first things you do in the morning, it's very hard to not do like yeah. and you feel guilty for the rest of the day if you don't mm-hmm. do it whereas nice. like, in the evening it's like oh i'm tired it's like easy, an extra thing yeah and yeah. it's easy to justify not doing it yeah totally and i I, th- I feel personally that i'm just more creative in the morning so that could be something worth trying out uh you can do it even if you have a full-time job it just means waking up a bit earlier yeah yeah uh, which can be hard but you know yeah. these, this is the stuff stuff that you have to do yep what about you? Have you tried that? Well,
1: that's funny because that's my new schedule. Is like seven thirty is oh, nice. producing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm planning on getting up at five thirty and in the gym, getting Ooh. my getting my reading in the morning, and then uh, starting work. So yeah, I'm excited to see how how it works works out doing early morning sessions. Yeah, that's
0: a uh, uh, that's a solid schedule.
1: Yeah, I mean. I think it'll be good. I'm I'm gonna do like a trial month and see how it goes. <laughs> you know, just like a stick, month is impressive. To it. Life,
0: to be honest, like yeah. Last time I tried doing the whole uh five thirty gym thing, it went for yeah. about four days. <laughs> nice, nice.
1: Well, hey, <laughs> this is better than one day. That is, but yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, I, I like I like early mornings. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and part of that that I've discovered is getting to bed earlier helps you get up earlier. So uh oh really my yeah i mean oh. if you have more time to sleep you're gonna get, <laughs> nah, nah. You're gonna get up early. <laughs> it's like really sam like <laughs> i i wasn't sure if you were being sarcastic or not sarcastic. but but um yeah so I, i've kind of cleared the end of my day and i mean this is I, it's hard to be talk about this because it's like not everyone has this ability to i mean i guess anyone can but it's just a matter of your responsibilities and what you what your cash flow needs to be. But I mean, before this, before today, my nights were when I got to work on stuff because I had a full-time job. Mm. Uh, And so now like my five to nine uh, time period is totally open to whatever. Mm. So um, I don't have to, you know, be out till 11 and, and then just like crashing. So, we'll see it'll be good to, I'll come back around in a month and s-
0: see how it's going <laughs> awesome yeah I look forward to uh to hearing about it for sure uh okay well I, I think we should uh jump into focus in particular yeah. making the most out of your time so you know you've got your consistent sessions going maybe it's an hour a day uh how do you optimize those to get more both learning out of it and um just you know like more more work i suppose more uh, high productivity uh there are a few ways to do this uh the the first one that is kind of well it's is two in one in my opinion like having a clear objective i've talked about this many times before but it is one of the single most uh potent forms of like motivation and uh what's the word it just helps you work <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so if you enter a production session let's say you're halfway through a track if you enter a session and you you're, you you kind of know what you have to do like you know that the arrangement has to be finished you know that this has to be done and this has to be done but nothing's like there's no clarity nothing's clear you don't know what you're Uh, Your goal for that session is you're going to muck around you're going to tweak things that aren't important and you're going to procrastinate yeah so setting a clear objective like super clear objective for each session helps immensely uh so that might be let's say you've got your arrangement down but your track sounds a little bit uh bland and boring Mm. your objective may be to add in micro-attention, add in little effects here and there. Just fill out the arrangement with uh, little nuts and bolts, I suppose. Um, and anything else is unimportant. That means any mixing that you do is uh, ancillary and you know you should, shouldn't really focus on it at all. Uh, anything else. So having a clear objective and then from that point, single handling because obviously in some sessions you're going to have more than one objective especially if it takes like five minutes to do um Mm -hmm. so you might know that the last production session you did you and your timer went up or like you had to go to sleep or whatever uh, you thought i need to change that melody because it just doesn't sound right to me so that might be an objective and you might do that in 10 minutes Uh, but you should let's say you have like three or four different objectives for one session do those one at a time this sounds simple like like blatantly obvious that you should be doing that but most people don't they they switch from one to the other uh, because they get bored or they find it challenging single handling is really important uh one thing at a time uh do, do you do any of those yeah. I
1: mean, I, I do jump around a little bit. Uh, probably not the way I should approach it sometimes. Um, but I think it's like you're hearing everything all at once. So you're like, Oh yeah, that's I mm-hmm. need to fix that. Oh yeah. I need to fix that. Oh. And you know, so you just kind of, it, it can get kind of overwhelming when you approach it that way and, and get tiring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you do break it down into those things and I've found like when I'm getting close to the end of a track, I'll sit down and I'll kind of like make a checklist of things that I still need to do. And so that way I can just have that in front of me Mm -hmm. to really help, like keep me focused on that goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I can check it off and feel good about that. And then, and then get the next piece and I'm actually finishing up a track today. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And after we're done here, awesome. So yeah, I, I just found that that it's really helpful to keep on track and, because oftentimes, like, especially when you're like, if you're midway through, and maybe you don't know where the where the direction of the track is going, and like, there's so many things you could do, but um, at least for me, I found like I could go in any direction, and it would change drastically what what the production's like. Uh, but to keep you know t- to keep a a checklist in front of me that helps me to stay kind of like. Okay, pretend like this is what it's going to be and mm-hmm. let's just keep moving forward with that with that in mind. So yeah, that's that's I mean, yeah, I I do think I I like to work in objectives like that. Mm-hmm. I think it helps. I think it helps people. I mean, I, I think uh at least guys are very like task oriented. Like yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Like we want to win. (laughs) So like if you can give me a small win, even if it's, you know, something small, tiny, but like just said that I did that and I completed it. It just helps Mm -hmm. you feel like you're more in control of the process. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think a lot of, a lot of like my self demotivation has stemmed from not feeling like I had a control over the process. Mm -hmm. and like that comes in line with how much time I had to work and how I felt about my skills, (laughs) you know, like, so there's a lot of things wrapped up in that, but if you can like take control over little pieces of it, like, like objectives that helps to kind of make you feel better about the relationship that you have with music production.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I think, One, like there are going to be some points in the production process where you have a lot of little things to fix. Normally when you're close to the end Mm -hmm. uh, and like the way I find what I find works best is to just, this is where intensity comes in handy because if you set aside like two to three hours to tackle all those, it's much better than spreading them out over time. Uh, I find anyway because often they're things that are not not that interesting. Like it might mm-hmm. be like even little things like turning down, you know, the ride symbol or right. eqing this. Uh, if you if you set aside one session to tackle all of those, you build immense momentum, and it's very easy to get in flow. Uh, so yeah, I one one other thing that. I find helps this is I suppose a bit more practical uh is is building a production library and favorites folder so uh the best way to do this if you if you don't have your own production library is to go through old projects that you haven't finished and salvage uh anything that you like it might be a drum loop that you've made it might be a if you use Ableton, like a, an Ableton rack or something, a synth preset, anything that you like and organize it in your own folder. Next time you work on a track, you, can, you have easy access to them and you know that it's good stuff. You don't have to, like, you know, with your standard sample pack, some of them are really decent. Some of them you have maybe one decent clap sample out of five. So you have to trawl through them. But with your own production library, you know exactly what's in there Uh, And it's easy to find stuff. Moving on from that, having a favorites folder of, well, your favorite samples that allows you to get started quickly. This is especially important when you're working on a new project. Uh, And let's say, let's say you're driving home uh, from work and you have this idea in your head. It's like an awesome future house baseline and (laughs) you want to get it down straight away. In that situation, you don't want to open up your sample pack and look for the right kick Mm -hmm. or the right clap sample. (laughs) You want to just get a kick down, maybe a basic uh, top loop and then lay down that baseline. Having a favorites folder helps with that. It just takes, it kind of takes something out of the equation. It's one less thing to think about in the production process. And you can, of course, change those samples out later on uh, in the process. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's great. I, I use this technique uh, quite a bit actually. Uh, with Ableton, it's so easy to just drag tracks in from other songs, mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean, like I'll even pull full drum arrangements in. <laughs> you yeah, know, and then and then like you know, obviously change change it um, once it's all once you have your structure laid out for this track. That probably will won't be the same as the other one, but um, or it might be. You, you never know, um, but. Yeah, I do that, and then uh, I'll go through and save out the patches that I've made uh, from past tracks, and then so I'll have a I have a I have a bank of a good number of you know bass uh, synths and pads and effects mm. uh, presets that I've made in Massive that I can use as a as a starting point, or also just pull in um, the same thing like I did with the with the drums is. I'll just pull in a, um, you know, like a pluck that's already from another track, which has all the, all the Ableton effects racks and compression and side chains already set up. So that makes it way easier to like start composing and not have to worry about sound design if I've already spent that time doing it. And I know that's the same kind of a sound that I'm looking for Mm. and yeah, maybe you can tweak it a little bit, but it, then it, that takes like 30 seconds to change a couple parameters and you have a, a whole new kind of take on that sound. And that's a great way to, to stay focused. Cause it's like, it's not cheating. It's, I mean, yeah, we already yeah. talked about cheating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, one, one little trick came to mind and this is maybe a little bit unorthodox and the, the benefits are probably insignificant, but if you truly want to optimize like down to a t your production sessions change the uh change your mouse sensitivity to maximum or your tracking speed to maximum so that so what i mean by that is like your mouse is basically moving faster yeah yeah uh it takes a bit of getting used to but i'm sure it's uh, it shaves like a fair few seconds off doing things um That's a cool one, actually. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I just remember watching a like years ago, I think Naden or Naden put out uh, studio session videos, Mm -hmm. and I just assumed they were sped up, (laughs) but apparently they were. Uh, But (laughs) you know, he he said that he was uh, an avid gamer and like he got this from playing Counter Strike or something like that. But he worked incredibly fast; like his mouse would be all over the place, and you're like you know, no wonder he can make a decent track in like three hours. <laughs> um, so that's a little trick. Cool. I think, I mean, there's, there's a lot, uh, we could talk about in terms of focus. Obviously there's the, there's some things that shouldn't really be mentioned because they're kind of simple, like not being like avoiding distraction, eliminating distraction. Obviously you shouldn't yeah. have Facebook open in another tab <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I would hope that most people know that. One last thing I think that helps a lot, at least for me, is um, this idea of, of slaying the dragons first. There's a good quote from, uh, I can't remember who it's by, but it's something along the lines of, um, actually, I'm going to find it because my memory isn't serving me well. Cool. Oh, yeah. It's something like if you eat a live toad first thing in the morning, uh, nothing worse will happen to you for the rest of the day. A little bit dramatic, but like if, <laughs> if, in a, if, a, if you're on a production session, you do the hardest thing first, uh, the rest mm. of that session is going to be much more enjoyable. That is hilarious.
1: I've never <laughs> yeah, heard yeah. of that before.
0: <laughs> hey, that's really good though. Yeah, I, I think that's good.
1: You know, people talk about doing the the hardest thing first, mm. you know. And productivity. Yeah. Um, it's hard though. I mean, it, it is. It is. literally, It is. It, yeah. But um, then everything else is easier and you're not, you're not like having this thing in the back of your head, like, Oh, I have to do that later. Cause everything, the, your whole day is now like all about that one thing mm. and it sucks. And I hate feeling like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I got to do that when I get home. I got to <laughs> do that later. It's like, no, like do it first. And then you have the whole day to be free to, yeah. to to do the stuff that is maybe
0: more fun or maybe, you know, whatever. Yeah. So so if so you're making a yeah. song and you have like you make a melody and half an hour later you're kind of not satisfied with it and you're like, you know what? If I work on my drum section, magically that melody is gonna get better. No, it's not. You have to fix <laughs> it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah do the challenging stuff first for sure you'll you'll thank yourself uh for later on definitely uh cool is there anything else you wanted to to add oh man i think that's good
1: we we covered a lot of good stuff and i hope people get a lot of value out of that
0: today yeah definitely uh as as always if you have any questions or comments just leave them on soundcloud or twitter at edm prod uh levi i will talk to you Next week. Oops, I just dropped the bottle cap. (laughs) All right. See you later. See ya.